What if you could pinpoint these key concepts that you could teach your child, that you could layer into the conversations as you're getting ready in the morning, as you're driving to school, driving to sports? What kind of impact could that have on the life of your child long-term? When instead of listening to everything everyone has to say around them, they knew what God's Word said of who God is, how would that change things? Welcome to our Snapshot series, where we are going to be taking these core ideas of who God is, different attributes of God, and we're going to be learning them in a way that we can speak them into the lives of our children, both now and every day moving forward for the rest of our lives. God is good. This is a core character attribute. And we want to be mothers who are speaking this truth. God is good over our children's lives at every moment that we can. Psalm 34, 8 says, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. Psalm 16, 2 says, I have nothing good apart from you, God. God's goodness is the sum total of all of his attributes. It is the summation of his character. Every other attribute springs forth from the truth that God is good. He can do no ungood thing. I don't even know if ungood is a word, but he can do no ungood thing. Every other way he acts in his wisdom, in his sovereignty, in his justice, in his holiness, they come from this wellspring, this force of goodness, and they are all answerable to his goodness. So for our children and for ourselves, understanding that all that is done for us, all that impacts us, everything that is part of our story is part of his good. And it is for his glory. We know this from Romans 8, 28, but most of us struggle with this truth when things are hard, painful, full of betrayal anxiety, like we struggle with this truth. That's why this is the first one we're talking about and a primary one. Because from the very beginning in the garden, the enemy of our souls, Satan himself has come against us with this questioning accusation that says, is God good? That's what he said to Eve. That's why he said to Eve what he asked her about the fruit. And he basically said, would this God who is so good withhold from you something that is good for you? And makes her question the goodness of God. The reason that this is a primary attack the enemy uses is he knows that if he can convince us that God's goodness is not in play, that he is not acting with goodness towards us, the enemy knows he can undermine and break our relationship with God. It is much easier to reject a God, to disobey a God, to walk away from a God who is no longer good. And so we live in a time where one landscape tells us that God is always working for our good, but paints it with this prosperity paint 
that drips over it that says, therefore, your life should be like a fairy tale. And yet we know that that is not true. But when we go and look through Scripture time and time and time again, you can look at the life of Joseph, for instance. Joseph's life was not characterized by goodness that we would label in our human terms. And yet his very life, he reflects the fact that all that was done was for good. That God was at work for his good. And so when we are talking with our children about the goodness of God, we want to begin layering this in very early. We want to keep this as a conversation piece. And when we engage in gospel conversations, especially with our older children, and they are wrestling through hard places, God's goodness is still there in the hurt, in the pain, in the loss. God's goodness is still there. We want to point to these scriptures. We want to walk with them tenderly in these scriptures and these passages and keep reminding them, your God is working for your good and his glory, even in this pain, even in this trial. And for some, the reckoning of that, the realization of God's goodness won't happen here. We may not understand fully the goodness of God until we are with him. And some things, though, God and his goodness displays why he has been doing what he has been doing. But for you and for me, we're talking about the sacredness of walking and reflecting God and and creating environments that say, this is who God is. This is who God is in this moment. Saying and speaking that God is good is not casual but it is holy ground that we want to push aside and move weeds out of and create a space that the Holy Spirit can come into because in His goodness, oftentimes He brings comfort. Just like we know from 2 Corinthians that the Comforter will comfort us, but His goodness will never be in doubt. Our God is good. Thanks for joining me today on Snapshots of Who God Is. Make sure you get on the newsletter so that you get not just today's truth, but the truths for this entire week. We send them out on a weekly basis so that you have them, where you can keep them in front of you, keep them in your Bible, where you can learn them both for yourself and for your child.